In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 45th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I'm here in Indianapolis for the NFL Scouting Combine, and later today we'll hear from Coach Dan Quinn and General Manager Thomas Dimitrov about scouting at the Combine, the future of the team, and some of the off-season issues that have cropped up. Coach Dan will be speaking at 9.45 Central Time and Dimitrov at 1 Central Time. So that'll be uh, 2 o'clock for us, uh, for you guys back in the, on the East, and uh, 10.45. But we want to talk about the Falcons offense and adding some power that's something that hasn't been addressed enough it's been a big issue over the last two years ever since the third and one in the Super Bowl where they tried to get cute and it didn't work they kept trying to get cute in short yardage situations last season and that helped to bog down the attack and we didn't address it enough we didn't ask them about getting a fullback that could lead block they got Derek Coleman, a special teams player, instead of someone that could help the offense when they let Patrick DeMarco go, who was a willing and able lead blocker. You couldn't use him all the time there, but you need to get somebody to help pave the way for the running backs, whether it be a fullback, a tight end, an H-back, Don Terry Poe. However you do it, it's got to be done this year. It must be added to the offense. We saw Coach Quinn get a little testy on one of the radio shows this week when they asked him, was Steve Sarkeesian hired to run Cal Shanahan's offense? He said it's the Falcons' offense here, and a few folks took umbrage with that. Also, uh, former Falcon Brian Finneran, who has his own radio show on 680 The Fan uh, with Sandra, the great Sandra Golden and a, and a few other folks, uh, he, he has some problems with that, and we do too. You know, you don't want to, um, things you don't want to see from the offense anymore. We don't want to see the jet sweep on the one-yard line, a quick slant on third and two, a play action when you haven't ran the ball right at people, and you definitely don't want to see the shotgun putting the quarterback five yards away from a two-yard or a three-yard situation. Now, I'm going to call this offseason project the John Kuhn plan. We saw it for years where the Packers kept a spot for the fullback, and when they needed a yard or two with all of Aaron Rodgers passing, they put Kuhn in the game, sometimes in the inverted wishbone, and then hammer out the yard. If you're going to be a tough team and call yourself the Brotherhood and you throwing jet sweeps and screen passes on third and one and fourth and one, uh, that's why you're at home. That's why you couldn't get two yards in Philadelphia, didn't get the one in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's real easy. 
fix the offense, add some power. Number two, so that was our first thing today. We're going to go a little long on that one. Uh, number two, he said he won't trade Tevin Coleman. Number three, cap casualties are coming. Number four, we have Mike Mayock discussing some of the UGA players here at the Combine, and we'll talk about some of the other big prospects here from Georgia. And then number five, the quarterbacks. Sam Darnold won't throw at the Combine. So number two, Dimitrov also said the Falcons would not consider trading running back Tevin Coleman, even though they you know have two running backs and uh, – I didn't think it was an issue, but, you know, they made one out of it. Uh, they're not going to trade Tevin Coleman. That's a good thing. Should be lauded for that. I think you need combo running backs uh, in this day and age in the NFL just because they both take on so many hits. And we saw that last year where both of them spent time out with concussions. Coleman's due to bad blocking. And uh, probably same thing for Devontae, that second one against Dallas or, or the one against Carolina, you know, had a missed block involved on both of those. So, you know, they're not going to trade Coleman, and uh, uh, that's probably a good thing for the franchise, at least for another year. But I don't think you're going to pay two running backs over the long haul. Cap casualties are coming. Matt Ryan's extension is coming up, and we talked at length last week about the candidates, and uh, you can just Google that one for, you know, the exact amounts and so forth. I don't expect, at least we're hearing out of the organization, that Andy Levitre is a more of a renegotiation deal. They need him. Uh, you know, their issues are blocking in the interior, and he's proved to be a, a good enough to get to the Super Bowl with so, uh, you know, they're not trying to get rid of him. But they need some of his money for Matt and for some of the other people. They can spread it out, do him right, and, uh, you know, lower his cap hit. So, you know, look for that. Up here at the Combine, other than getting the 40 times, the uh, front office folks talk to the agents. And that will start tomorrow uh, in earnest, maybe tonight. A lot of the agents weren't in town last night. I did see Mike McCartney from Profile Sports. He was here for his 26th combine. And uh, I just don't want to go back and count. I just remember standing outside the Crown Plaza with John Clayton trying to track folks down, uh, walking uh, from the hotels and so forth. So now they do have a media set up, and that's good. Uh, but, yeah, we should see some of these uh, – Business moves made early next week after the Falcons have had an opportunity to meet with the agents, tell them what they have. Another big one will be Ryan Williams meeting with the Falcons. That's the agent for Sean Weatherspoon and Jake Matthews. Uh, you know, out of uh, California, Ryan's a good, fine young agent, and uh, he has Josh Rosen, uh, the UCLA quarterback, too, so he'll be in demand up here at the scouting combine so the cap casualties are coming let's move on here to uh, mike mayock talking about some of the georgia bulldogs from a conference call on monday this was to my question to him about hey roquan smith uh sony michelle and nick chubb and lorenzo carter and davin bellamy Carter and 
Mike Mayock from the NFL Network answering our question on the conference call Monday with regards to the UGA players, five of them. There are going to be five others here. You know, when you go to the national championship game and almost win it, you got a lot of players. So Jonathan Aikens, the defensive lineman, will be here. Dominique Sanders, defensive back. Defensive lineman Trent Thompson, wide receiver. Javon Weens and offensive guard. Isaiah Wynn, he played tackle for Georgia last year, but he's a guard as far as the NFL folks are concerned. And uh, in a uh, mock draft, we got dropping on the cover nine at nine today. Give you a little peek preview. We'll have three other uh, Georgia players in that in that mock draft in the first round. Bradley Chubb from NC State, Arden Key, the linebacker from LSU, and Orlando Brown, the tackle from Oklahoma. Chubb went to Hillgrove, Arden Key went to Hapeville Charter Academy, and Orlando Brown, of course, Zeus Brown's kid, played at Pleasant Ridge. So we'll have uh, over 25 people. I got 26 counted for, and I think they added 10 more people. I need to uh, check all the hometowns on that, but it'll be close to 30, which is, you know, about normal for Georgia products at the Scouting Combine. So we'll be pretty busy trying to get videos and Q&As and transcripts posted from the local players and also cover some of the national topics. One of the key ones here will be the quarterbacks. USC, Sam Darnold is not going to throw, but that's fine. I want to hear from the uh, scouts and the executives about Josh Rosen. I I tend to like him a little better, a little flaky guy. Don't really like Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, too short for my taste. I do like Lamar Jackson in the athletic and explosive ability. Want to see how accurate he is in the throwing session. We'll be leading that session of 30 PFWA members on Saturday and be able to report and uh, 
give you an update on how Lamar looked along with the rest of the quarterbacks. Yeah, I just think Baker Mayfield has too much Johnny Menzel for me and flipping people, you know, uh, bad behavior, putting his flag down at Ohio State. I, I don't need all that from my quarterback. That's some good kid stuff, but the, in the NFL, you're not going to win with that. And uh, – the world of six foot one and under quarterbacks is really small, as Mike Mayock points out. Probably the only one to win big, uh, and he didn't do it for a long time, was Joe Theismann. That was just great coaching and great scheme and everything by Joe Gibbs and Bobby Beathard, who will be going into the Hall of Fame later this summer. So we're going to wrap up here from the uh, 45th, for the 45th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're here at the Combine, getting ready to head over to the Lucas Oil Stadium. We'll have interviews today from executives around the league, including the Atlanta Falcons. And then the drills will get going on Thursday. So come back to myajc.com for more information on the NFL Scouting Combine. Today we talked about the power offense that the Falcons have to add. They can't ignore it. We're not going to let them ignore it this offseason. Tevin Coleman's staying here. They're not going to trade him. The cap casualties are coming. You know, the agents will be meeting with the Falcons this week. And, you know, we, we're hearing that uh, some of those moves will be made, you know, maybe before they leave here, but definitely uh, early next week. We talked with Mike Mayock about the Georgia players and some of the locals, and then the quarterbacks, the intriguing quarterbacks. I'll talk to Bill Polian. We have a good relationship. I want to give him a chance to explain this Lamar Jackson, the wide receiver stuff to me in person. I I understand it, but uh, I think the kid uh, can play some quarterback. My problems with him was him wearing socks to the Heisman Trophy thing. So, you know, I think that's we can fix that real quick as opposed to uh, some of the other issues. You know, if he's inaccurate and is all over the place, it'll it'll show here at the Combine and we'll know uh, just how high or where he should go in the draft. But I think they're underrating him just like Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson were underrated and went later in the draft, end up being better players than several other quarterbacks taken in front of them. So we'll keep an eye on that. As we wrap up here from Indianapolis, side of the NFL Scouting Combine, this is the end of the 45th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. You take care and have a great day. Thanks for subscribing. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.